Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Aikop. You're listening to My Love. Welcome to your Thursday. Hope life is treating you well. Um, Yeah, yesterday I was reading about, uh, well, I didn't read it in depth, but I read the headline that Ellen is going to be retiring her show, which uh, <laughs> Twitter <laughs> was like, um, you can have several seats now. Like, no one cares because apparently last year, you guys remember, you know, it kind of came out that she was rude and abusive and mean to her staff and kind of fostered a, you know, sexual harassment energy all around, you know, her, her, um, production, you know, like the whole show was just super toxic. People didn't like working there. And I always found that funny because her brand was, she's so nice. I remember her stand-up. you know, a good chunk of it was just focused on how nice she was. You know, and it was hilarious because it's like, are you really that nice? Are you really kind? I mean, you keep telling us you are. So anyway, I posted an interesting article, or at least an article I found interesting on the uh, madlovepodcast.com, the blog. Um, you should check it out. I mean, it's just an interesting uh, situation. A lot of times we take people at face value. How do we know you're nice? Just because you tell us you're nice doesn't mean anything. That's your brand. So whenever the camera's on you, you're nice. But, you know, it was like the Larry Sanders show. I don't know if you guys remember that from the late, great Gary Shandling. That show was fantastic. I wasn't a huge Gary Shandling fan until the Larry Sanders show. And uh, he, I think, modeled it after Carson, who was also alive and vibrant and fun on camera, but kind of an asshole and a jerk off camera. You know, he wasn't like warm. And you hear about his background and you realize, okay, he didn't grow up in a really warm life, you know, Uh, so it's all an act. So I think uh, Ellen may be a little bit like that. You know, she makes $50 million a year off that show. It's hard to stay in touch with the common man when you start balling like that. It's been on 19 years. Come on. But uh, I think she uh, ruffled some feathers and she was like, well, I'm not going to do the show anymore because it's not a challenge. And uh, man, Twitter went off. All you got to do is uh, search hashtag Ellen. It was pretty funny. People were just like, there's no mercy there. And, you know. Uh, some of the stories are awful. So I'm not sure what happened there. But, you know, everybody who has a leadership role shouldn't be in charge of anything. And the egos get big and the pockets get fatter and, you know, all kinds of crazy things can happen. And, And also in L.A., I think it's really, really hard to be in touch with reality, Uh, especially when you get into a certain income bracket. No, see, I haven't yawned. Oh, boarding. It's something, I mean, maybe I'm just too relaxed talking to you guys. Because <laughs> I don't yawn, and then all of a sudden I'm on podcast, and it's like, yawn. Uh, and you know I'm not going to go fish through this and edit it out, so I'm sorry. Not sorry, though. I don't know what that's all about. I am relaxed, though. But if you get a chance, some of those Ellen articles are pretty funny um, and disturbing. You know, which should make us wonder, you know, when are we going to stop taking people at face value? You know, how many people have to (laughs) tell you they're nice and then you realize, hey, you're not nice at all. 
or you're selectively nice because it does seem like uh, Portia de Rossi, her wife. I mean, I don't know if Ellen feels like she won out of her league or something with her, but the way Ellen looks at Portia de Rossi, if that's a lie too, um, then that lady needs to go ahead and get some awards, you know, because she really, I do think she deeply cares for her wife. Um, and the look, the expression that she makes whenever she walks into the room. Now, I don't know if all that's for show or what, but uh, I think if that's uh, real, uh, enjoy that because people are pissed about the environment you created on your TV show. All right. Um, I watched Uncensored. I had DVR'd it, so I thought I would check it out last night because I had it on DVR. And uh, Jaleel White was on, and he is fascinating. Um, You know, I kind of suspected that at least the mom on Family Matters felt some kind of way about him. And I guess it's because, you know, we all saw what happened to Good Times. If you're of a certain age, you know, they edged the dad out killed him actually on the show and and just it became like this clown show with JJ it was terrible after James died so I'm sure there was some of that for her but the reality is Jaleel White made them very very wealthy because their show was not all that entertaining before he was on it it just wasn't I mean they were trying Cosby was sort of like the juggernaut at the time and uh the standard And it felt like they threw together, ABC threw together their own black family sitcom and, uh, you know, just wanted to. And they based it around Harriet from Perfect Strangers to Family Matters, as opposed to let's get a big name comedian and, and like Bill Cosby. So, you know, but before Jaleel came on, there were there were just moments where it was just flat. It was really, really flat. And he brought energy. He brought all these crazy characters. And he sustained that show probably. He kept it on for years and years past its past its uh, expected uh, length when it first came on because it just wasn't that funny. It really wasn't. And then he came on and brought an element of like preposterousness. But what low-key people don't Uh, give him enough credit for or the writers enough credit for is creating a smart black character because you know there really wasn't like a genius level person of color on tv at that time you know those shows never go to people of color and even though they were doing crazy wild things you could still look at you know Urkel and be like oh okay they're a black nerd that was like a new thing (laughs) and Jaleel just went he went in he committed and it was dope I really really enjoyed his performance and I was out of college watching it so you know it was entertaining I like to be entertained so and kudos to him he did a great job he's very very articulate and that's not low-key insulting i don't know when that became a thing but he is an articulate bright thoughtful um person you know and he he said a lot of really really fascinating things on there some of which pertains to family matters and some of it just about life and you know being a grown person in the world and paying attention (laughs) he's cool good job um 
If you get a chance to check that out, that's on uh, TV One, I think. Um, Uncensored. You probably can find it online. Good, good show. Um, because they, they just sort of, you never hear the interviewer. They just let the person talk. And uh, I've seen a couple that I enjoy, but that was probably the best one for me. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I just, like I said, it just was fascinating to watch all the hate be poured out towards Ellen. But it, it's fascinating to me, too, because it's like how many people are actually not who you think they are? How many people have built a brand and a legacy and made a whole bunch of money off of being something you didn't think they were? You know, clearly uh, Bill Cosby comes to mind. <laughs> um, America's favorite TV dad was also a super rapist, um, you know, apex rapist, you know, and sometimes it's out in the open, R. Kelly. I mean, you know, we just live in a weird society that worships celebrity. And I like talent. I think real talent is amazing. But, you know, sometimes people abuse their talents. Don't be that person. Be a good person whenever you can be. It feels better. You know, you can't tell me when you're alone in the quiet of any moment uh, and you're sitting there plotting who you're going to rape next, that that feels good because that's not a good feeling energy. It can't create more energy. It's only going to create more darkness, you know, and you can fall down rabbit holes. I mean, most of us aren't going to go down something like that, but, you know, you can get depressed. You can get, um, and if you're not clinically depressed, you can get undepressed. You don't have to, you know, if you have clinical depression and you need medical attention for it, go get it. But most of us, when we say we're depressed, it's not that. It's you've fallen into a series of bad thoughts, chasing bad thoughts, and you just can't get out of it. It's a downward spiral. Um, but you can get out of it and you should get out of it and stay out of it. The only emotions that produce energy and make you feel good are based in love and that's the truth and I'm not a hippie I'm just telling you um you know I feel good when I donate to my uh alma mater Howard sent out an email asking you know if we could help some kids because they were coming up short on their tuition and I ain't paying nobody's tuition bill I'm not uh Denzel (laughs) Denzel did that for Chadwick Boseman um but I did send money, you know, to make sure, you know, I figure if everybody sends 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks, you know, if, if you get, you know, 10,000 people to do that, 10,000 alums, you know, that's a good little chunk of change. So, you know, they were in danger of not being able to graduate because they were short on their on their um, tuition. And I've, I've been on Howard's campus short on tuition. <laughs> I know exactly how that feels. It wasn't threatened my graduation. I think I had handled things up to that point. But yeah, I've, I've definitely walked around the yard wondering how I was going to pay for things. Uh, pay my way, find something to eat, all of that. So yeah, yeah, that feels good. And I'm happy to do that. Yesterday, I got actually I got an email after I had made a donation to Feeding America. I just felt like I should. Um, I try to donate. I try to give something every day, big, small, 
But like financial donations, I try to do, you know, one a month that, you know, has some size to it, you know. And again, I'm not I'm not sending out thousands of dollars. I'm not bragging. I'm not saying I got it like that. But you'd be surprised how good it feels to just give $10 to somebody who needs $10. Have you ever done that? Have you ever handed, you know, 20 bucks to someone who just really needed 20 bucks? It's not a whole ton of cash, but when you need it, it feels great. <laughs> so that somebody's giving it to you. It feels like a million dollars if you ain't got it, you know? So I don't know. Let's just be more generous and truly authentic and truly kind. I don't want to be a Ellen. I don't want anybody to think I'm nice and then I'm an asshole. Now, get it. You're not going to be nice to everybody because everybody's not nice to you. I understand that. But when you got a whole bunch of employees and people working for you and depending on you for their living and you're mistreating them and you've created a culture and an environment of, you know, hostility and um, people feel like their security is threatened. Come on. Come on. That's not that's not how you want to be be known because once that reputation hits you in Hollywood it stays with you too and she's a woman and she's older I mean this may be her swan song and of course she has a ton of cash and she can make her own way but her name and brand is toxic right now she could create her own company and produce things but she needs to just be low-key and sit in that house with her wife and enjoy the cash Um, I don't think she's a horrible person, but I do think that when you allow certain things to happen on your watch, come on, you know, but I don't know her and I don't know all the circumstances. So what I think doesn't matter. Um, Basically, she needs to go ahead and figure out what she is going to do. And probably considering her age, I mean, she's probably going to be low key, (laughs) a, a recluse even. You know, which is fine. She needs to, we need to detox. Because <laughs> apparently people were pissed. But you want to be a good person and be an authentic person. And can she come back from that? Yes. Can she, you know, low-key be a part of some really good work and not worry about who's watching and how much praise she gets for it? Yes. And she should do that. Because that feels good. You know, you know it can't feel good when you pull into work and you know, everybody's miserable around you. That's just, I don't understand that. Anyway, I'm off to the gig. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Again, we're all on Audible now, part of the Amazon family. We're on Stitcher, which I didn't realize until a couple of weeks ago. So part of the Sirius XM family. Um, Spotify, I'm getting more listeners or at least more starts. People start on uh, start listening on Spotify. You can listen to the whole episode. They're interesting. I will keep you entertained. Are you not entertained? Remember that from Gladiator? Uh, so anyway, thank you for listening wherever you listen. We're available in a multitude of places, including something called like Podcast City or something. I don't It was a shock. I'm just shocked. I'm very, very pleased with how this podcast is growing and hopefully we can double in size and and just really do some good, you know, but the initial army, my initial phalanx of listeners, I appreciate you. You are the best. And um, yeah, know that I've got nothing but respect for you and 
not just regular love, mad love. I got mad love for you. And that's even better than regular love. (laughs) I was just talking shit now, but I do appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. You are the best. So go out there and be the best.